Hey, what's up, everyone? How are you doing? How's everything? How's quarantine life? How's 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 the life inside with hopefully at least a one day, one time, a day walk? Getting outside, getting a little fresh air, maintaining your social distance. I hope that this new reality is treating you okay. <laughs> I don't know if we can be over the moon enthused, but... At best, we can work towards trying to be okay and accepting uh, this new reality. I hope you're staying safe and healthy and all of those good things. Uh, because, look, it's a, it's a new world. And despite what uh, El Presidente says, besides what Trumpo says, you know, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be resolved by Easter. And uh, I think this is going to be a, a, a new reality for the foreseeable future. Uh, so I hope that you are taking the steps and the efforts towards, you know, acclimating, making peace with this uh with this new world and this new reality that we're living in because it's look i get it, it's, it's difficult you know it's tough uh it's tough just staying inside all these things that you're used to being able to do not being able to do them right that's difficult uh if you maybe if you lost your job i'm i'm really sorry you know i i'm i'm, I'm in a i'm in a boat like that where you know i make most of my living doing stand-up and i can't do stand-up for the foreseeable future so i'm gonna have to figure that out i don't know what i'm gonna do but i'm gonna figure it out i don't know might might start tutoring I start teaching Spanish to sixth graders. Maybe I'll start being a webcam girl boy. I'll be a webcam girl boy. Webcam girl boy. I'll be a webcam girl boy. Am I going to do sexual things? Not going to do sexual things. Not going to do sexual things. But maybe I'll offer other services. Maybe I'll look to the webcam world. Look at the customers. Look at that audience. And be like, what do they need that they are not being provided? What service can I provide? You know? <laughs> maybe a little encouragement. Maybe a little... Maybe a little conversation. I'll I'll talk to you for a dollar a minute. I won't do any anything more than that, really, for a dollar a minute. Not doing anything weird. Don't don't. I'll figure. I'll, I'll I'll work at Trader Joe's before I do anything weird like that on a webcam. And here's the thing: nothing wrong with working at Trader Joe's. I'm saying that's that's brave. Working at Trader Joe's, working at Costco, people out there. On the front lines, not only in hospitals, but at grocery stores, people, you know, delivering food. I have all these people out in the world, the essential workers that are still working today, fucking brave. All right. I don't think I could do it. I think I would I would I would be riddled with anxiety and paralyzed with fear um, at the idea of being out there every single day uh, out in this world. So fucking kudos to you. But dollar a minute. You're doing great. That's awesome. I'll give you a smile. I'll give you a fucking smile for 50 cents. Throw me a couple quarters. I'll throw you a couple dimples. That's my motto. Um, but, you yeah, know, it's uh, look, it's been an adjustment. It's been difficult. I think everyone, uh, everyone's trying to, I think we have to accept. I think, you know, accepting this is a, is a, is a big part of it. I, I sort of came to this, uh, I don't want to say like realization, but like, an, like a nice moment of, of clarity uh, that's really helped sort of like my perspective shift and made all of this a little bit more bearable and a little bit more tolerable and actually like not feel uh, paralyzed by all of this um, is when I, so I used to smoke cigarettes, right? I used to smoke cigarettes because I'm an idiot. I smoked cigarettes because I was addicted to nicotine and I was addicted to trying to look cool and not looking cool. And I smoked for years and years and years and years and I tried to quit time and time and time again. And when I finally quit, the reason I was able to quit, two reasons. One, I started dating Zoe, and I didn't want her to know that I smoked, and she didn't smoke, so I was like, I'll just stop smoking. But around the same time, 
I also read this book is like Alan's, Alan Carr's Guide to Stop Smoking, something like that, right? I think that's what it's called. And when I read his book, there's a, the, the main thing that really stuck with me. It's very simple. When you stop smoking cigarettes, you feel like you're losing something, right? You feel like you're losing this thing that, that has made up so much of your life. But what he says is to not look at it as you losing something, but instead shift your perspective to realizing that you are being freed from something, right? You're being freed from the prison of smoking. You're being freed from having to smoke after every meal, having to smoke with a cup of coffee, having to smoke to relieve your anxiety, even though it's not relieving your anxiety because it's increasing your blood pressure, blah, 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 regardless. You're being freed from it. So... I think in this situation, something that uh, could be really valuable is to look at a situation, look, look, at, look at your life and see, okay, instead of trying to focus on the things that we're losing, right? Obviously, look, economic, financial insecurity, those are all very, very, very real things and things that you know, we're going to have to grapple with and you know, we'll talk about that later. Uh, but I think still though, the, there, there are elements in our lives, lives, things that we're losing that we do have the ability to look at and be like, okay, well, how can I look at that thing that I'm losing and see it as me being freed from that thing? Me experiencing some level of, uh, of liberty, 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 um, some level of, uh, of, of sure. Liberty, I guess is the word, uh, from whatever that thing may be. So, you know, if it's, uh, you know, I think for me, right, I look at um, not being able to, you know, go out and potentially get some work in, in, you know, like, let's say like as an actor, we'll just say as an actor, there's no auditions, there's no ability to get work, right? Because nothing is being cast right now, because nothing is, you know, nobody's filming anything right now. So there, you can look at that and be like, oh, I've lost the opportunity to like, to, 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 to get work, right? Or... Now I am free from the pressure of having to succeed in that place and I can focus on other things. So now all that pressure of like being able to, of, of booking something or not booking something and like feeling that rejection, that is all, I am freed from that by circumstance. Now, obviously it's something you aspire to, something you work towards, but since it's not there, there's no point in being like, "Ugh, I don't have this thing anymore. Instead be like, all right, well, I may not have it, but I'm also free from all the stress and pressure that did come from it. And what else, what can I do now? What is that? What is the weight that's been lifted off of me because of that going to allow me to? Uh, what are the things that it's going to allow me to do? So you know, you just uh, knew that, and then you realize like, oh, well, maybe I have a little bit more time. Maybe I can do things that I wasn't able to do before. You know, uh, if you have kids, fucking God bless you. God bless you. I don't. Um, but you know, uh, so you just gotta you gotta see like, look, look, I. Cannot get a haircut. Super fucking petty, super small, super unimportant. I know way bigger issues, way bigger deals, way bigger deals. But this is also a comedy podcast. Pod it's a comedy podcast. Um, it's a comedy podcast. And I know it hasn't been that funny so far. Uh, but it's a comedy podcast, so we might not take things uh, so, so, so literally. Um, but, you know, it's been like a month since I got a haircut. I get my haircut every two weeks. I'm super fucking vain uh, in, in, in that respect, and uh, I really worry 
Uh, not, I don't, I don't worry at all. Uh, but I'm like, I got, I got my hair and now it's going to fucking grow out. And listen, I've tried to grow out my hair in the past to no success. I have tried many different haircuts and they have not worked. And generally when I grow it out, it gets shaggy. It don't look so good. Uh, you know, I've always done in the past as an attempt to look like a dorky white dude in the mid two thousands, like a Joseph Gordon Levitt or like an Andy Samberg, uh, which is probably the closest thing I ever came to accepting what I am. Just trying to be like a like a cute dorky white dude. Um, not that I I don't know if I'm cute, but like you know I'm a dorky white dude. So I was like I'll just be that. And people some girls find that attractive. I'll do that, and um, it never worked. Uh, the 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 hair just didn't didn't work out. I had a faux hawk for a while. Terrible. Shaved my head. Looked like a racist. Looked like a looked like a skinhead. Look, I'm way, the blue eyes and the skin and the and the, and the shaved head wasn't a good look. Wasn't a good look. I look like I hated what I am. I look like I hated Jews and Latinos. Like, that's what I look like with shaved head. Bad move. And that was also an attempt to look like Justin Timberlake. It feels like most of my mistakes begin with trying to look like Justin Timberlake. I tried to get frosted tips because I wanted to look like Justin Timberlake. That backfired. Tried to shave my head because I wanted to look like Justin Timberlake. That backfired. Um, I look like a porcupine and a racist. It was a bad, bad move. So now I'm just going to, I'm going to grow it out and you know, it's going to be what it's going to be and it's going to look what it's going to look like. And, um, you know, I think at one point I'm less, last time I tried to grow it out, I shaved the sides. I made it, it was long on top and then I got the top knot fucking nope. Don't do that. What am I? What, am I trying to create a leash on the top of my head so I can get walked for? Cause I looked like a bitch. Is that what you were going for? I looked like the human version of a vape. That's not even a jewel, like a vape, like a fucking, like one of those big, thick things that look like a block of cheddar that just like, you know, that, that creates strawberry cheesecake smoke. That's what I looked like. So bad. <laughs> you ever look at old photos and you go, oh, I thought that looked good. I should find a photo. If I find, all right, ready? If I can find a photo of me with a top knot, I will post it, right? here if not then nothing was right there uh, if so wow look at that look at that atrocity that is a crime against humanity and if it's not there you can imagine it and it is a crime against humanity um but yeah doing doing different things so we got like a thousand piece puzzle so we're doing a thousand piece puzzle and uh it's very frustrating because it is very difficult a thousand pieces doesn't sound like a thousand pe a lot of pieces doesn't sound like a lot it's a lot and it's fucking sky and four different patches of forest that are all the same color green and i'm losing my fucking mind because i don't i clearly this is what i've learned during all of this i clearly didn't use my brain as much as i thought i used my brain prior to all of this i thought i used my brain a lot don't use my brain a lot because now i'm I'm doing things that forces me to use my brain more, and my brain's like, what the fuck is going on? I am not in shape for this. It's like when you think you're in shape, and then you work out with someone who's in shape, and you go, oh, I am not in shape. Like, you're you're getting ready to throw up seven minutes in. My brain is getting ready to throw up just in the sorting part portion of the puzzle. It's too much sky. It's too much green. I'm like, can we... Could we have something with more distinctive lines in this puzzle that can make it more bearable to try to solve? Please, 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 please. I started reading again. Started reading books. You heard of books, bro? You heard of books, ladies, senores? Dude, books.
like I didn't, I, I didn't really read much recently up and up until now. I started to at the end of last year because I was like, I don't, I don't read books. I don't read. That's not good. That can't be good. That can't be good for my brain. It's like, I need to read before I go to bed. It's like, oh, but you do read before you go to bed. I read Twitter before I go to bed. That's not, that's not the type of reading that I should be doing. I should be off my phone reading a book with words on a page. Because you know what happens when I read a book? I feel so smart. When I read a book, like just two pages, two pages of a book, I feel like I could solve the world's problems. When I read two pages of a book, I go, oh, fucking sign me up. I will solve this pandemic. I read two pages of Middlesex and I go, oh, I'm sorry. Give me an issue with the hunger solved. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there some cosmic conundrum that you can't seem to find a solution towards? Let me read two pages of this book on the history of the Aztecs and I will solve your cosmic conundrum, okay? Let me acquaint myself with history for about 10 minutes and I will cure cancer, all right? All, <laughs> all I need to do is read 10 pages of Ayn Rand. Don't even know if that's how you pronounce her name. All right? Done. Done. World peace. And then I stop myself and I go, Daniel, you're not that smart. Stop it. And that's where the self-awareness kicks in. You need to know how smart you actually are because I read those two pages and then I realize I don't even know what I just read. I read pages. I read words. Don't know what those words actually meant. My reading comprehension is shit and I need to go back and work that muscle. It's that male fucking ego. It's that male ego that creeps in where you go, oh, I fucking, I got it. I know it. I could do it. Then you gotta be like, no, no, no. No, no, no. You can't. <sighs> gotta go on those daily walks too. If you can, go on a walk. It's very nice. The streets are empty. Some I am legend shit. It's kind of cool. I like to pretend that there's zombie. Like when I'm walking up to a corner, <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, I'll be ready. I'm like, is there a zombie on the other side? Just for myself. Just for myself. I'm like, is there a zombie? I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. All right. I don't have a gun, but I got my feet and I will kick that fucking zombie in its face. And it's just entertaining. I'm. It's like you're a kid again. Who needs the phone and, the, and Instagram? I got imaginary zombies coming around the corner on every walk that I go on, all right? I'm Will Smith in any movie. I can decide. Oh, is it aliens? Men in black. Oh, is it a big robot? Tarantula, wild, wild west, okay? I can be any anything that I want to be when I go out on these walks. I'm ready. I'm fucking in my own world. Mmm. Anything to just get your mind off the corona because it feels like no matter what conversation you're having, no matter where the conversation starts, the conversation always finds its way to go back to talk about the coronavirus, the COVID-19, the Rona, the, the thing that is encompassing. And it makes sense, right? It's encompassing our lives. It is defining the way that we are living our lives. It would make sense that the, the inclination is to talk about it. But at a certain point, you go, fuck, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm over it. I am just done with this. It's like no matter what you talk about, it goes back to it. 
Oh, what'd you do last night? Oh, you know, actually, I watched When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched When Harry Met Sally. It's a good movie. Ah, oh, such a good movie. It's such a, such a good movie, man. It's fuck. Oh, I cried. I fucking cried, dude. Yeah, dude, I cried too. Really? Why? Ah, oh, you know, solitude and isolation. Ah, oh, that's right. The corona. No matter what you talk about, it just goes back to it. Ah, oh, what are you drinking? LaCroix. Ah, I ran out of LaCroix. I don't want to go to the grocery store. Why? I'm scared. Right. Fear. Paralyzing us all. I went grocery store shopping last Sunday. Um, and I went to I went to the grocery store. And it was good. They were limiting people and then there was a line and people were separated six feet. Once you go in there though, uh, like most people are social distancing, but then there's like people that are like, I, I'm like, did you not get the memo? Did you not get the social distance memo? Did you, did you, I, what, in what world did you not know that we have to maintain a six foot distance? I am looking at the cucumbers right now. Don't come up next to me and look at the bell peppers. All right. The bell peppers are two feet away from the cucumbers. Now I'm stepping away. And then you look at me like I'm the, like I'm the weird one. And I'm not going to say anything because I'm not a fucking asshole. I'm not going to be like, hey, fucking six feet. I'm just going to step away and create the six feet. But like, dude, and it's always it's always men in their 30s, right? It's men in their 30s with fucking shorts and like a tank top. They look like they just came from the gyms that aren't open. And I go, are you not? Do you? Like, it's like they think that their minds are going to fucking cure everything. They're like, ah, no, with like the right mindset. I could fight off the virus with the with the right mindset. The virus doesn't have a chance against me, all right? I shavasana. I shavasana. And I go, bye-bye, corona. That's my fucking, that's my transcendental meditation. I won't get the corona. I won't get the corona. I won't, that's what you do in transcendental meditation, right? Isn't that, isn't that what it is? You just repeat a phrase. Mine is, I won't get the corona. I won't get the corona. I say that fucking a hundred times every morning. I walk out, I lick toilets, and I don't get the corona. Why do I lick toilets? Because I fucking believe in what the yogi powers are telling me. Okay, buddy. But if you could please just maintain the six-foot distance, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> I saw... Dude... I saw some guy hitting on a woman at the grocery store, and I went, bro, what? First of all, don't. In ge- like, in general, like, look, if, like, if it happens organically and it's like, it's like a thing, but like, it, if you're like going to the grocery store and you're like, I'm going to just approach that woman who hasn't acknowledged me at all and just straight up hit on her, like, listen, maybe that works if you're... I don't know. A Hemsworth? Maybe. But you're just a regular dude. You look like you're an accountant. Okay? You look like you're an accountant who just gets his news from Bro Bible. So like what 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 makes you think that you're going to get a, that you're going you're going to do this and also we're in a fucking pandemic. The woman has gloves on. That means she's already worried about getting something and you're over there trying to spit some game. She doesn't want anyone to spit on her. She doesn't want game spit on her. She doesn't want saliva getting on her. She doesn't want any droplets, okay? 
to get anywhere near her. So, but you're like, nah, you know what? In this time of crisis, in this time of, uh, of just gross uncertainty. Yeah, that's right. I talk like this, but I say phrases like gross uncertainty in these times. You know what the world needs? The world needs to me go out there and still try to fuck. The world needs me to go out there and go up to the ladies and be like, hey, listen, don't worry. I'm going to maintain my social distance because I'm fucking, I'm one of those guys. All right, I know what's going on. I pay attention. But despite the social distance, I just had to come a little bit closer to let you know that, damn, you are beautiful. You are, man. Listen, we can maintain these six feet, but maybe I can give you my nine digits, and then we have a two-person conversation, and after two weeks, if we're asymptomatic, bang, bang, we hook up, all right? We start this relationship with trust. You trust me, I trust you. We don't see anyone until we can see each other. What do you think? Huh? (laughs) No! Get on Tinder Spit your game there if you want, and then fucking have a first date on a FaceTime if y'all want to do some kinky shit there. Go ahead and do your kinky shit. Live your life. Live your best life, all right? But at the grocery store, what are you doing, bro? Libraries are closed, all right? The dream is over, all right? Maybe you're like, and maybe you're like a nice dude. I don't, I don't, know, who, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe one of these dudes is like, I don't like to meet girls in the club. I want to meet one in a library who reads books, one in a grocery store who eats vegetables. You know? Ah, yeah, good choice on that pear. That's a good-looking pear right there. That's a healthy pear that you picked out. That pear has curves. You know what else has curves? Mmm, the feeling that I'm having for you. All right? You give me... You give me a feeling in my chest, all right? My heart tightens up for you. Oh, I'm sorry. I think that's the tightness in your chest. You're having some shortness of breath and respiratory issues. Stop spitting game. Stop spitting everything. You're showing symptoms. Go home. Go home. Por favor. Vete a la casa. Por favor. So... Yeah, people are people are wild. It's a wild world out there. But the only person, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried about Joe Exotic. How's Joe Exotic doing in jail? He's in jail in the midst of all this uh, coronavirus pandemic. Let's be honest. Joe Exotic, for sure immune to the coronavirus. Joe Exotic can't die. Joe Exotic has drank. Dude, when Charlie Sheen was like, I, I have tiger blood. No, you don't, Charlie Sheen. You do not have tiger blood. You know who has tiger blood? Fucking Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. That's the only person who has tiger blood. It's tiger blood with traces of meth. Let's be honest. It's meth blood with traces of tiger, but Joe Exotic, dude. You watch Tiger King? If you haven't watched Tiger King, watch Tiger King because Tiger King is fucking outrageous it's a docuseries on netflix it's about these people that are probably not that are not very good people uh that uh have like these tiger farms and everyone's everyone everyone is just off the wall it's a danny mcbride universe i mean yo i don't want i'm not gonna ruin anything i'm not gonna spoil anything but go and watch it because you got joe exotic you got doc Annell, you got carol baskin you got fuse you got fucking tigers you got Jeff Lowe, huge scumbag, huge scumbag. Talks like this. Hey, you know, everyone, everyone's getting all riled up, but I stay all calm. But in reality, I'm the biggest scumbag of them all. They're all just, dude, 
I love, I, I, but I loved watching them. Dude, if I was, if I was one of those characters, if I was in that world, ooh, if I was in that world, I would be like Daniel Diamond. Hey, how you doing? My name's Daniel Diamond. And uh, I am the number one distributor of diamonds in the big cat world. All right. You like a big cat, you like a big diamond. All right. I got the I got the nicest cut diamonds and the least cut cocaine. Whatever you need, I will deliver it. I am there for you. I'm there for your cats. I also uh, one thing I like to do. I got a new little special going on. What we do is we get diamonds for the tigers. OK, that's right. For their nails. Look, if you're going to go ahead and put them in cages. Please get these tigers looking pretty, get them feeling good about themselves. They feel good about themselves. Maybe they forget that they are in captivity and are not living the lives that a tiger should be living. Maybe then they will know that. I knew Joe, Joe Exotic. I knew Joe Exotic for a long time. I started in the diamond business and uh, Joe used to be a good, 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 good guy. Joe used to be a good guy. Then, uh, you know, it all got to him. Jeff Lowe, though, Jeff Lowe, he... Uh, that man, I used to do business with Jeff Lowe. I did business at first with Jeff Lowe. He said he'd get the best diamonds. Jeff Lowe said he'd get the best diamonds. Um, and not blood diamonds. He said, listen, my diamonds, they got no blood. My diamonds, I get the nicest diamonds, bloodless diamonds. But the good diamonds. Bloodless, good diamonds. I said, oh, really? Really? You get you get, you get, get the best ones? And Jeff Lowe said, I'll get you the best ones. And Jeff seemed like a good guy. Seemed like a good guy. You know, I was a little worried because he had a bandana and a hat. And I said, can I trust a man with a bandana and a hat? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but, you know, he had a lot of pretty girls around him. I said, well, hey, if he can get these pretty girls around him looking the way he looked like him, maybe he, maybe he made good business. Maybe he can get me bloodless diamonds. Maybe he will be able to come through on that message. So I said, hey, Jeff, let's go ahead. Let's get in to, uh, you know, into business, because at that time, this was back, I don't know, about 18, 19 years, about, you know, a few decades back, and it was the beginning of The Bachelor. Bachelor was coming on ABC, ABC approached me, ABC said, hey, Daniel Diamond, we heard you have the finest diamonds in the game. I said, yes, I do. I have the finest diamonds in the game, the finest jewelry. Jewelry is what I have. And they said, would you be interested, would you be interested in being the person that at the end of The Bachelor, you allow... The men to go ahead, come through, pick out a ring for whoever they're going to propose to. So that's something that would be interested to you. And I said, actually, that I would be very interested. And it's funny that you came to me right now because I started doing some business with Jeff Lowe. All right, Jeff Lowe, real nice guy. He told me he can get the nicest bloodless diamonds. Then when you do your ABC cast, you can say these diamonds, bloodless, well cut, beautiful diamonds. This is an ethically sourced diamond that we do and that we have on The Bachelor. And uh, it turned out that those uh, bloodless diamonds were not bloodless diamonds. They were very, very, very bloody diamonds. Jeff Lowe fucked me. Jeff Lowe fucked me. And um, we stopped doing stopped doing business together. And then I told Joe, I told Joe, be careful with Jeff. And Joe said, hey, hey, I'm Joe Exotic. I know what I'm doing. I got good intuitions. And I said, Joe, I know you got good intuitions, all right? But I think... I think all this is going a little bit to your head, and I don't think you're seeing very clearly. I think it's muddled up top, and he told me to go fuck myself. Uh, he told me, listen, I'm going to be the future governor of Oklahoma, and I said, all right, well, if you're going to be the future governor of Oklahoma, then you're going to have to go ahead and pardon yourself for whatever the fuck is about to happen, because when you get business with Jeff Lowe, things are going to go south quick. I got out before I could get charged with a felony, all right? I went ahead. I, I ran off to Mexico, uh, so they couldn't get me. But he blew my shot at being uh, at being the partner with ABC and then that motherfucker, Neil, what's his name? Neil Lane? Neil Lane? Hmm? What's his name? What's his, what's, what's his, uh, what, 
Neil, uh, I don't even know his name. I don't know his name because, uh, guess what? Neil Lane. It's Neil Lane. That's right. I knew his name. I just wasn't sure if that was his name. Neil Lane got the fucking job. Neil Lane, he go on TV every fucking year. That could have been Daniel Diamond on TV every year. I could have had my own fucking docuseries about how I'm the number one diamond ethical person. And then I turned to be a villain because of Jeff fucking Lowe. Yeah, that's right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very, very, very crazy. Uh, but you know, I hope you guys are all you're you're all doing well. Hope you're cooking. Try to you know, I mean, eat healthier ish. I don't know. I've been I've been working out more than I've than I have ever worked out. The the accent is 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 sticking sticking around. Uh, but I've been working out more than I than I had before. But at the same time, while I have been working out more, uh, I've also been drinking and eating more. So I think I'm just like maintaining uh, whatever uh, whatever whatever shape that I that I am in. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, cooking a lot more. And oh yeah, I wanted to do like a recipe, share just some things that I'm making. Easy things, super easy, super easy. And, uh, I will say real quick, if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, you will not use these recipes. Uh, and they're very easy. Like I said, they're not like crazy dope recipes, but, um, they're just like a nice, they're easy things to make real quick and real delicious. First one, just pork chops, bone in pork chops from Trader Joe's. They have amazing pork chops. All you gotta do. Season that bad boy. Salt, pepper, paprika. Season it with love. Season it. Don't be afraid. Don't don't be afraid of the seasoning, okay? We don't need we don't need a Connecticut level of seasoning. We need like a southern level of seasoning. We need a non like like just 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 a, a non-caucasian level of seasoning. Put it on there. Take a pan. Sear both sides, about two and a half minutes. So you get that nice brown, sear the fat, close it all in. Oven, 375 degrees. Throw that pan in with the pork chops, 375. Five minutes on each side. Get a thermometer, check it. Once at 165, it's ready. Pull it out. Bang, you're good to go. 165, 145. Might be 145, might be 165. I'm forgetting what pork is supposed to be. So we'll look it up. You can Google it. And second one, which is so fucking easy, so easy, it's just meatballs. You just get some ground beef, pound of ground beef, then you get panko, then you get an egg, some salt, some pepper, throw some garlic in there if you want, some herbs, right? Then mix it all up, inch and a half, you know, inch, inch and a half meatballs on a pan, throw it in, broil it for seven to 10 minutes, however long it takes. Those need to be a 160 at least, ground beef 160. That's right, I know my temperatures. And uh, th that's a delicious little thing. You throw on some spaghetti, maybe you made a vegetable stew, throw it in there. Delicious. So those are just some easy things. Um, that you can make at home, and um, yeah, no, I hope I hope you guys, you know, are all doing, are all doing well. I, I genuinely do. I know these are crazy, crazy, crazy times, and I'm doing. I'm, I think as this goes on, I'll hopefully be talking less and less about the coronavirus. I think next week, next week's episode, I'm gonna not. It's gonna be a no coronavirus episode. We're gonna talk about anything but the coronavirus and quarantine life. I'm going to brainstorm some weird, wacky stuff that we can do that just isn't that so that we can distract ourselves completely. Uh, but I hope, uh, you know, as always, thank you so much for listening in. It really does mean a lot. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you haven't yet, if you got some, you know, we all have a little bit of time. If you can support me by watching my film, uh, it's, you know, the film that I made with uh, Zoe and Michael. It's called Up There, U-P, 
and then there, T-H-E-R-E. It is available on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. You can go to uptheremovie.com for more details. Uh, you could follow me at DW Comedy. And listen, if you want to chat, you know, if you want to exchange emails, we all want a little social interaction, whatever not. If you have any questions, you can email me at dwcomedy2 at gmail.com. With that said, that is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Till next week, be good, be kind, be safe and healthy, wash your hands, and I will see you next week. Bye.